Hey there, and welcome to the Agency Rockstars podcast. I'm Dana Lindahl, and I'm the founder of LegendaryLeadGen.com, where we help B2B companies become authorities in their industry, set more sales appointments, and convert those appointments into more sales. We also help other agencies sell our patent process on to their own clients. And we truly believe in the value of building and creating relationships, and in that being the main driver of new sales for agencies. So... Stick around to the end of the show. We're going to be revealing how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing agency podcasts on the planet. All right, let's get straight into it. All right, rock stars, welcome back to the show. And today I get to welcome to the stage uh, another rock star of the agency world. And I love this connection to the agency world. Uh, He's going to share that with us. But first, real quick. This guy is the co-founder of something called League Side, which uh, on his uh, Evan on your on your your LinkedIn page it says it great. The nation's leading youth sports sponsorship platform. And like, look, I've got kids, and I've also been in businesses where we look for opportunities to sponsor our community. So a platform that helps me do that, amazing. Evan Brandoff, welcome to the show, sir. Thanks so much for having me, Dan. Really excited to be here. Yeah. So I like to think of myself as your opening act. So now it's your turn. Um, so as our rock star, Evan, tell me a little bit about, uh, first of all, tell me about league side briefly, and then we'll get to how that connects to the agency world and what you told me about how people see, uh, uh, league side. So, so what is it and and, and what are we doing here? Well, first off, what sports do your kids play and, and are, who's sponsoring their sports leagues? Right. That's a great question. So my two are actually in theater in different schools, but my oldest did play volleyball and has also done some gymnastics and some swimming. So she's been around um, a couple different sports, but yeah. Nice. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah a quick background on league side and, and you, you know, gave a really nice introduction. Thank you. Uh, I'm sure you remember the local pizzeria or local dentist sponsoring your local soccer team or baseball team. Uh, what we've done is we've built a network of 11,000 community youth sports organizations across the country, uh, help them standardize their sponsorship offering, and companies including Comcast, T-Mobile, Duncan, Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, regional and national brands use the Leaside platform uh, in order to tap into their target communities at scale, reaching families at their happiest moments in the community watching their kids play sports. That's awesome. So, yeah, it's great hyper-local marketing while simultaneously fulfilling our mission of making youth sports more accessible. We want to give all kids the opportunity to play sports. Yeah. And so while while it's not like technically an agency, you just said that people see you sort of as an agency. How do you how does that how do you describe that? We are often uh thought of as the agency of record for companies uh that want to prioritize community marketing. Uh, community marketing. So, like you know, yeah. So uh, community marketing equals uh, sponsoring youth sports leagues, but also being involved with community events, uh, just being present with families in the community. Uh, and there's no streamlined way to do that today. And there's no real playbook to community marketing. Uh, that said, Companies understand the value of, of engaging with their target consumers in the community. Uh, it's, as a category, growing significantly year over year in terms of how much brand are spending there. Uh, 
and we're the 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 go-to you know a- agency uh, for lack of a, a better term for for companies that are doing it helping brands engage with their target communities with youth sports so how did you get into this work then i mean this sound like i love the things that you're saying about community about getting down into that hyper local marketing bringing bigger brands into that local marketing. There's nothing wrong with the local pizzeria doing it, but if we can get Duncan to help sponsor, like that's amazing. So how did you get into this, Evan? Yeah. So, uh, about six years ago, I was living not too far from, from where you're based, Dan, uh, in downtown Detroit, uh, it was a program called venture for America. Uh, so was working for a tech startup in Detroit. Uh, my co-founder Zubin was also a Venture for America fellow. He was doing his fellowship program in New Orleans, but we had training camp together in Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, and we both loved volunteering at youth sporting events. One weekend in particular, I was volunteering at a basketball tournament in Detroit. These kids were like 12 years old and dunking. Rashid Wallace was actually there watching his son play. Uh, but more importantly, looked around the auditorium, realized there's no better way to engage with families in the community than when they're together watching their kids play sports. Mm. And I thought back to my youth sports playing days. I wasn't that good at sports, but my favorite memories were at Mike's Pizza after the game because they sponsored my baseball team and my soccer team. Yeah. Uh, and we wanted to, to support the brand that supported us. And youth sports organizations are always looking for sponsors. So we had this aha moment. What if we made it easier for regional and national brands to be able to tap into these local community sports leagues, reach segment by zip code or or demographic information uh, in order to be hyper-targeted, make a real impact in the community, which in turn will yield increases in brand loyalty, brand favorability, and overall just a really healthy medium uh, addition to a company's media marketing mix. Yeah, absolutely. So then how, how do you take that idea and scale it and grow over the years to where you are today? It's a, a great question with, with a lot of trial and tribulation. It, it started uh, you know, back in 2015 where uh, we talked to a few sports leagues and said, hey, uh, hypothetically, if we were to bring you a, a larger sponsor, uh, how would you feel about that? And as, as you could imagine, unanimously, they were excited. So we, we knew that it wouldn't be hard to validate that side of the marketplace what we really needed to validate was would a regional or national brand be interested in, in youth sports sponsorships? Uh, so we just went out and we started talking to brands and, and started, uh, you know, selling for, for, you know, lack of a better term. Uh, and fortunately, really early on, we, we brought on our first clients in, in Smoothie King and Applebee's. I think our first campaign was just a few hundred dollars. Uh, but we were able to not only retain, but grow those accounts significantly, which helped us validate that there's something here. Uh, and that's been the, the when introducing a new marketing channel uh, and becoming a new agency in the space, uh, your credibility is based on what is your client retention and you know, do they continue investing in you and, and your product and, and your agency? And we're proud to say that our net revenue retention is has grown to be over 120%. You know, even through a pandemic when there were no youth sports, 
because brands see the value of reaching their target communities through youth sports, being parts of these uh, communities uh, in a meaningful way. Yeah, absolutely. And and how incredible that, you know, Smoothie King and Applebee saw that early on and you were able to, I mean, like, like you, you seem to be a pretty young guy, not that I'm necessarily old, but like, this is a new idea from some, some young folks that like, and they just, they bought in, man, that's awesome. How do you, how do you thank them as clients now? So, you know, these years later, like, what do you keep doing to increase that value that you give them? Well, uh, from a business perspective, or how do we actually thank the, the people that believed in us early on? I mean, maybe a little bit of both. Why not? <laughs> well, uh, we've become close friends with, with a lot of our earliest advocates. So, for example, Jameson Young, who was our early advocate at, at Smoothie King. Uh, Zubin and I have a bi-monthly Zoom drink hangout with, with Jameson, where we hang out and catch up. Uh, yeah. And you know, have become really good friends. So know, fortunate that that we've been able to to retain good relationships through this journey. Hmm. Uh, but more tangibly to, to the question you're asking, from a business perspective, we've invested a lot of time and resources into our data platform, which shows our clients that sponsoring youth sports leagues isn't just good for the community; it's good business. So, for example, we're surveying parents before and after season, and we show it's considerable increases in brand awareness, consideration, likeliness to choose, and we help them tie that back to how to impact on their business at large. Yeah. Um, so let's. I, I love the idea that you are helping businesses grow, which is a good thing for our economy and a good thing for the companies. But you're also giving in a way to youth sports, and so this is like a double dip win. Share with me, if you would, one of your favorite stories about those wins. How do you specifically help those people that you've been able to serve on on either side of that coin? So here are the, the, the two stats that, you know, we're we're most proud of at at league side. I I already mentioned one, 120% net revenue retention from, from sponsors, which validates that we're adding value. They're continuing to sponsor more leagues in our network. But even more importantly, 1.5 million. That's the amount of kids that we've impacted over the course of the past few years through being able to bring the youth sports programs that they play in sponsorship dollars. Mm. 40% of youth sports organizations are at risk of shutting down after COVID, Mm -hmm. uh, which is so scary. The the sports are so important. Not just they're fun, but... Uh, kids that play sports are healthier physically, uh, mentally, stay out of trouble. There's so many benefits of, of youth sports. And, and the fact that, uh, you know, we were able to impact so many families and, and get handwritten notes from, from kids all the time thanking us for uh, giving them the opportunity to play is what really makes us tick. And in this world where there's a lot of you know, not so great things happening. It, it keeps us excited to, to get to work every day that we get to help kids play sports. Yeah, absolutely. So let's say there's a listener that's, you know, another agency rock star, uh, and they've got an agency and they know that some of their clients want to take part in this. Uh, do you partner with other agencies? Do they come to you? Do they send their clients to you? Like, how does that work? How, how can we make this a worldwide phenomenon? Yes, we, uh, we work with, 
a ton of different uh, agencies, uh, you know, national agencies or international agencies like Horizon and, and UM uh, to regional agencies, for example, here in Philly, uh, Harmelin. Uh, our uh, objective is to help the agency rock stars that tune into your show uh, look like the biggest agency rock stars to their clients. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, we, we work closely with, with our agency contacts to help put together the right plan uh, to help them uh, achieve their clients' marketing goals and ultimately look great uh, to the clients that they serve. That's great. So what is what are some of the biggest pain points that you see in your clients' industries? Because I got to believe you, you've got multiple industries that you're serving. What are some of the biggest pain points you see right now? Yeah, and and it's a unique time uh, where there's there's a lot of different uh, pain points. But uh, you know, a, a couple that come to mind: uh, the brands that persevered through this really challenging year. Uh, well, excluding ones that just happened to have a cool tech product that COVID just helped explode. Uh, <laughs> But the consumer packaged goods, the the restaurant groups, the the car the car dealer groups that persevered were the ones that had the best relationships with the families and the communities that they serve. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen a, a ton of data correlating uh, brand trust uh, and brand loyalty to sales. Uh, being as high as possible during down markets, uh, like it was this past year. Uh, In addition, another big trend that we're seeing, uh, a couple of years ago, pretty much all marketing spend was uh, performance driven. And how can we tie ROI to every single dollar that we're spending? Mm -hmm. Uh, We're seeing trends of companies understanding that they have to take a more holistic approach and brand marketing is important uh, and investing more in uh, community uh, and, you know, for example, supporting the BLM movement. There are so many companies you, you, you saw supporting that uh, and other messages that are their main objective isn't necessarily sales, but instead brand awareness and, and improving brand practice. So the long answer systems that we're seeing. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's building that awareness to build yeah. that relationship of getting to know, like, and trust uh, has been a pain point. And obviously, you guys are helping to solve that in one in one area. So, what what are you seeing? I'm curious. Um, I mean, it's of course you know we're recording this in early 2021. Uh, we just, as you mentioned, Evan came out of the out of the. Um, the pandemic, not out of the pandemic, but we've come through almost a year of pandemic so far. Um, a big pain point is figuring out how to find that attention without coming off uh, as uncaring, right? Yeah. You know, you mentioned the, the companies that support like Black Lives Matter uh, or companies that support for res- first responders, maybe, or companies that, you know, su- support um, police, right? Um, none of these things are inherently you know, uh, business related, but they're community related. And so how do we do that without coming across as if we are pandering or we're just trying to hang our hat on something and take advantage of something like 
we really believe these things. And so that's been a big pain point to see um, for companies, brands to understand how to tell their story well, as far as that goes. So, yeah. Well, well said. You articulated that way better than I did. Now, now oh. that's why you have the podcast. <laughs> no, no. Um, no, no, no. So, so I, I like the idea that you're, you're talking and, and league side is exploring this brand marketing side of things. Um, I'm, I, I like data and I like tying things to revenue. And there's also this brand side of things of community involvement and awareness. And, you know, we used to just measure it by like ad impressions in the New York times or something, right? Like how many TV eyeballs did we get? Well, we don't know. You know, Nielsen says about this much. So we, we have so much more data now. Do you, how do you measure awareness with today's data points? Uh, so we, we measure awareness pretty directly by, uh, sending, uh, surveys to parents in the leagues that are receiving sponsorship before and after the season, uh, aided and unaided brand recall questions and brand awareness questions. Nice. So anything from, uh, when you think of, uh, health insurance, what companies come to mind, asking that before and after a season to, to see if top of mind uh, awareness like improves mm-hmm. to just uh, what are the, the latest healthcare brands that you've seen uh, advertise in the community uh, to, to measure and increase in, in awareness uh, that way as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah and, and the increases in it. But, but I think what you're asking is how, how do you tie that increase in awareness to increase in, in uh, business success for these brands? Is that correct? That also. Yeah. I mean, that, that alone, that alone is, is awesome. <clears throat> it shows value, but then, yeah. And then can you also tie it to, let's say revenue? Yeah. So aside from, from all the studies that, that, that show how, how important just improving top of funnel uh, metrics will yield to, to bottom of funnel metrics down the line. Yeah. Uh, we often help our clients run tests to, to show them that like, hey, what you're doing digitally and on social is great and you should keep doing it. But by having a more holistic approach and using the content of kids smiling, wearing your, your mm-hmm. branded jerseys in your social content or in your TV ad is going to improve the performance of your other channels as well. So it's not necessarily do league side instead. It's yes and 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 we're helping brands just amplify everything else that they're doing too. Yeah. Oh, the yes and that's great stuff. Evan, this has been wonderful, man. I really appreciate your time today. It's been really encouraging. <clears throat> encouraging as my voice cracks. Um, I appreciate it. Where can people find you and and learn more about League Side? Look, you know, connect with you, Evan. Uh, where do you send folks? Yeah, check out our website leagueside.com like sports league and then side uh .com uh you know check us out on all the different social channels uh and yeah i'm sure there will be a link in, in the bio to to learn more as well <laughs> yep always always right you know this you know this uh the script um so okay so here's my final question then i want to make sure people get to connect with you and with league side but now here's the fun one so 
I think of rock stars, as we're talking about here, as counterculture, maybe counterintuitive at times. So is there anything that you've learned or any advice you've heard over the years that seemed counterintuitive at first, counterculture at first, but has had a massive impact on your business? Something that comes to mind is uh, so many people have advice uh, and, and want to introduce you to extremely talented uh, and, and smart people on your entrepreneurial journey, uh, which is great. But especially if you're a young entrepreneur, it's really easy to just meet one impressive human and want to do everything she says and then meet another impressive human and want to do everything he says. Uh, and it, it's, it's hard to, to you know, stay on, on that, that track uh, so, you know, counterintuitive to, to what a, a lot of people would say when you're starting out, I would say limit the, the amount of conversations you're having for asking for advice, like just go to the same few people that you trust and respect over and over again, build that really strong inner circle because then they know they have more data points. It can help lead you in the right direction. But the, the, the truth of the matter is there really isn't a right way to, to do something. There's a lot of right ways to do things and it comes down to just proper execution. So stay focused and, and don't ask too many people for help. Great stuff, man. That was good. Uh, Evan Brand of LeagueSide. Go to LeagueSide.com. Evan, thank you so much for being a part of Agency Rockstars, man. Thanks, Dan. I really appreciate you having me. Thanks for listening to the Agency Rockstars podcast. If you're an agency owner who would like to appear in this podcast, please visit legendaryleadgen.com slash podcast slash apply. Also, if you found this episode valuable, I would really appreciate you sharing it on social media. Even just a quick screenshot of the episode showing on your phone shared to social media would be great. If you truly enjoyed the episode, we'd also really love a rating in your favorite podcast player. Please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button so you won't miss any of our upcoming episodes. Thanks again for listening. I'm Dana Lindahl, and if you want to connect, you can find me on LinkedIn. You can also find more information about everything we're currently doing at legendaryleadgen.com. Thanks for listening, and hope to hear from you soon.